You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Welcome to this 91 Investment Views 2022 podcast. With me is George Cheveley, who invests in natural resources equities at 91 in London. George, I slavishly watch the progress of commodity prices, a basket of commodity prices, and I have done throughout my career. In the last couple of years, or maybe two years ago, you could have blanket bought those 20, 30 commodities that I watch. But today, there are diverging performances, which must make it both tricky and interesting for you. Exactly, Lindsay. We're really seeing a sort of new phase now, I'd say, in this cycle, where we've obviously been in a very strong recovery phase from the pandemic, with all the stimulus money being spent. A lot of that was spent on consumer durables, which require commodities. We've seen countries opening up and oil prices recover as well. So we've seen very strong trends in commodity prices. But we're now seeing you know, things slow down as they will in these cycles. We're obviously seeing a major slowdown in China recently and commodities such as iron ore, where China is the main consumer. You know, we've seen them um, more than half in recent weeks. So we're sort of coming out of that very strong recovery trend. And next year, I think we'll see more divergent moves between different commodities. Exactly what I was going to say. Now, does that mean that this trend will continue in 2022? And will it be led by China? Will it be led by destocking? What are going to be the major influences, do you think? I think the major influence we're seeing, and we're seeing it now already, is energy in the most general sense. So obviously, we've seen you know major tightnesses and rises in power prices and natural gas prices in Europe and Asia, even some rises in the United States. Um, that obviously has implications for production in many industries, which is causing rising costs and issues around. So. I think, as and we're coming into winter in Northern Hemisphere, so I think how the energy complex in the broadest sense performs this winter is going to have a major effect, not just on other commodity prices, but on the global economy. And I think that would be what I'm watching most closely. As we go through in terms of other commodities, I think the slowdown in China certainly cannot be ignored. I mean, people will say the Chinese government will react, but clearly the Chinese government you know, is no longer just focusing on economic growth. They're focusing on quality of life, reducing emissions. President Xi's made it very clear that he doesn't like speculation and wants really to get control of the economy. So we're seeing very different attitude there in China, and that's leading to very divergent moves in in different metals as well. Okay, so there are risks within the complex, the risk to the upside for not only commodity traders and investors in natural resources, equities like yourself, but also to the world economy. But of course, with these divergent and diverging performances, it presents opportunities. What opportunities are you seeing? Yeah, I think we're seeing a whole suite of opportunities, and maybe we always do, but particularly, and I think the energy complex, and that really also comes back to the big structural move we have here, which is the energy transition. And I think that is, I mean, you know, we sit here today, lithium prices are at record highs, you know, and still going higher today, where we're seeing other metals come down quite fast. So we're already seeing some of those imbalances come through, and I think we will continue to do that. And that really impacts in many ways. China 
has stopped importing emissions and exporting deflation, as we say. They're no longer going to produce high-emitting products like steel and aluminium for export or going to reduce that because they want to reduce their overall emissions. What that means is the Western world, which needs lots of steel and aluminium, is going to have to make more itself, and it's not really geared up for that. So we're seeing some actual deglobalization in some senses of some of these supply chains, which is causing regional tightnesses in various metals and commodities. And I think that allied with the energy transition, where we're seeing strong demand for certain metals, um, even strong demand in certain energy like gas, will lead to a number of opportunities, not only next year, but over the next 10 years. In the last minute, please give us an insight into your current portfolio positioning and also a sneak preview, if you will, for what might happen next year, how you might reposition yourself. I think it's very simple. A year ago, the recovery was really just beginning and coming through strongly. And we were really, you know, this year we spent geared into that recovery, which was industrial metals, anything aligned to those consumer durables. We were very focused on and very underweight, actually, oil and energy, which started recovering, but we were seeing better recovery in metals. As we go into next year, we're certainly looking to have a higher weighting in energy most broadly and metals, which are energy intensive because we think they can do better. The other thing, having had a very quiet this year, certainly looking at gold again, because I think the uncertainty now when we're out of this recovery trend means that, you know, what will happen next year is far less certain, I think, than it was a year ago. And gold certainly is going to provide that hedge because it's going to be hard to predict how we unwind from the stimulus we've just had. George, thank you very much. That was George Cheveley, who invests in natural resources equities at 91 in London. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.